Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the He Is Greater Than I Gaming channel and podcast, video podcast to be exact. This is the very first video podcast we'll be doing. So anyone who is watching, whether it's live right now or whether you watch the replay or whether you listen once the podcast is uploaded, we appreciate you. We thank you for supporting us and just thank you for tuning in um so this is the he is greater than i gaming channel and he is greater than i gaming is first and foremost a ministry where we are trying to reach a world of lost people because we know that Jesus Christ is not coming back until everyone has heard the gospel. And as Christians, we are called to spread the gospel. And we should be doing that in our day-to-day lives. And I know I'm not always the best at that. I try to be a living example of that, but a lot of times that doesn't always doesn't always work because I'm human. I know a lot of you out there can probably relate. Um, Sometimes you have the best of intentions, but your flesh sometimes tends to take over. But that is what He is Greater Than I Gaming is about. It is about spreading the gospel. I have grown up around video games and played them pretty much my whole life. Which, by the way, let me introduce myself. You're listening to me talk and you don't even know who I am. My name is Jason, but in the gaming world, I go by Cheeky Houdini. Um, Most everybody will call me Cheeky in the gaming world, Um, so feel free to call me that. But anyways, as I was saying, this channel, this podcast, this video podcast is going to be about spreading the gospel first and foremost. I enjoy playing video games. Um, It's always been something I've enjoyed doing. And I have a ton of other interests and hobbies as well, um, which I'll get into in a minute. But um, the primary reason for this channel is to use my uh, passion for video games to spread the gospel. And so that's why I started He's Greater Than I Gaming. And He's Greater Than I Gaming, um, that concept, He is Greater Than I, comes from... Uh, John 3.30, which that verse says, He must become greater, and I must become less. And so that's that's my motto for this entire vision that I've got, is making God known, making God greater, and making myself less. And in doing so, not only making God more important in my life, but hopefully pointing others to God in the process. So... All that being said, um, I realized after I started this gaming channel and started streaming that, you know, this might, may not be everybody's cup of tea to sit down and watch me play a video game. So, you know, I was like, you know, how can I, how can I reach more people? And so I thought about doing a podcast and I can get my voice out through a podcast and people can choose to listen to it or they can choose not to. But, you know, it's a good way 
to kind of sort of separate the gaming from from everything else if that makes sense you know we're just gonna we're gonna go with this and see where it goes and we're gonna we're gonna just gonna put God first and see where he takes it but we're gonna talk about a variety of different topics on this podcast you know um, my primary topics are gonna be related to faith family you know um, I'll delve a little bit into politics even though I'm not much of a politician and I don't really like politicians that much um, the game of politics is horrible and that's evidenced in our country right now but the truth of the matter is with everything that's going on in the world if you don't know what's going on in politics then you don't know what's going on um, excuse me while I rep the pep and take a sip of my Pepsi but I'll talk a little bit about politics but more so I will focus on talking about the state of our country and the world from a Christian perspective from a biblical perspective um, because that's the lens through which I see the world um, I feel like as a Christian that's how I should see it so I'll talk a good bit about that um, I like I said, I have other interests and hobbies as well. So some of the other things I'm going to be talking about are hunting, fishing, music. Um, good grief. Oh my gosh, how could I forget? Georgia football. Um, college football in general, but for sure Georgia football. So, you know, oh, food. I like to talk about food sometimes. So if you like any of that stuff, this may just be the podcast for you. So if you're listening now, I appreciate you tuning in, and I am going to open everything up tonight with a little bit of scripture, and that will lead me into what I want to kind of talk about for a little bit tonight. So I think I actually, on one of my recent live streams, I recently read a couple of these passages actually, but I'm going to read them again because... I think it ties into what I want to talk about. So Psalm 125, starting in verse 1, says, Those who trust in the Lord are steady as Mount Zion, unmoved by any circumstance. Just as the mountains surround and protect Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds and protects his people. For the wicked shall not rule the godly, lest the godly be forced to do wrong. O Lord, do good to those who are good, whose hearts are right with the Lord. Then, uh, in Psalm 28, verse 9, it says, Defend your people, Lord. Defend and bless your chosen ones. Lead them like a shepherd and carry them forever in your arms. And the, the main parts of that I want to focus on are where it talks about, obviously it talks about in the beginning, those who trust in the Lord are steady as Mount Zion. So if you trust in the Lord, you know, your foundation is going to be firm. But then down in verse 3, it says, For the wicked shall not rule the godly, lest the godly be forced to do wrong. So, and then, in a totally different chapter, it's talking about asking God to defend his people and to lead them and to carry them. So, 
obviously, if you haven't lived under a rock in the last year and a half, you know everything that's going on in the world. And I realize that everybody is not going to hold the same opinion as me. Everybody's not going to hold the same view as me on this. And that's okay. That's one of the great things about America is we're guaranteed the right to free speech. We're guaranteed the right to be able to believe what we want, think what we want, and say what we want, and not be, you know, chastised or whatever the case may be. But whether you agree with me or not, that's beside the point because I have a lot that I think about and a lot that I want to say and a message I want to get out. And if you're on board that, great. If you're not on board that, we can agree to disagree. And that's totally okay. I have disagreed with many people in the last year and a half. Believe you me. But, you know, last year started off like any other normal year. And time spring gets going good. Everybody's looking forward to, um, you know, college football. Spring football's about to get winding up. Uh, March Madness was getting ready to to go down most of us were probably just getting over the news of Kobe Bryant passing away which was shocking but then all of a sudden you know we start hearing this stuff about the coronavirus and the dreaded coronavirus and by the end of March everybody's freaking out everybody's wearing masks because we don't know anything we just know, oh, we need to wear a mask. And things are getting shut down. Businesses are closing. People are quitting jobs or losing jobs. And, of course, in the midst of all that, you have who I think is the greatest president in history, you know, under all kinds of attacks from, you know, all kinds of people. And he's just trying to lead this country in the right direction. And you fast forward to now and you think about everything that's happened with the election, whether you believe it was fraudulent or not, I believe it was. Then you go through all that summer with the rioting and the looting and just the hypocritical if that's a word I can use. And that's on both sides. I'll go ahead and say hypocrites are on both sides of the political spectrum. But I'm not really delving into that right now. I'm just trying to make a point about where we're at right now as a country. And if you can't look around and see that we're divided, then I don't really know what to say. Because this country is divided. And it's not because of any one person. It's not because of Donald Trump. It's not because of Joe Biden. It's not because of Barack Obama or any any president before them. You could say maybe each of them played a role in some division, but it's not because of any one sole person. But I can tell you that the media pushes division. That's my opinion. I believe they push division. 
they have an agenda, they have propaganda, and whatever they can do to make the almighty dollar, they're going to do. They will lie, they will deceive, they will put out false stories all the time. And you know it's true because you hear these stories and everybody's like, oh my gosh, can you believe this? And then a few months later it comes out and, oh, well, you know, that actually wasn't completely true. The hot corner. Yes, headlines make money. You're exactly right, man. It doesn't matter what the lie is. And it, and it doesn't even matter if it's the truth. You know, there's a, uh, there's a guy I listen to um, I have a lot of respect for. And he said that the news is no longer about being right and reporting the truth. As long as you can report it first, it doesn't matter if it's the truth. Just get get the information first and be the first to report it. You know, and you know, now we have this this virus that you have, you know, people over here on side A are you need to wear a mask and you need to get the vaccine and if you don't then you don't love your fellow neighbor and you have people over here on side b that are like well no my health is my choice this has a 99 over a 99 percent survival rate i don't need to wear a mask and i don't need to get a vaccine that's not even officially approved by the fda that's not proven and that has been killing people and you know it's just and and now okay so where i live there's a certain medical facility that is pretty much the predominant medical facility in the entire region and they have now come out and said that all of their employees are going to either a have to get the vaccine or B, they're going to have to be tested three times a week if they don't get the vaccine. And I guess option C would be, if you don't do any of those, you can't work there. Now tell me how that sounds like America. Regardless of if you're given choices and options or not, that is not freedom. It's not. Being told you have to do this, this, or you, you can't work here. I understand, yes, there are certain times where certain things have to be in place that if you do this, you can't work here. Obviously, if you're a, you know, serial rapist, you're not going to be able to work pretty much anywhere. Or if you're a child molester, obviously you're not going to be able to work in a daycare. Like, of course, things like that, things that are crimes, it's not a crime not to be injected with something that you don't know what it's going to do to you. It's not a crime not to wear something on your face because you don't feel like you should. And something I heard today that was very interesting that I had never heard before is, you know, um, and of course this is all coming from a Christian perspective, bear in mind. But, you know, we are all made in God's image. And when you put a mask on your face, you cover up that image. And, and, and we're even at the point now where, you know, we're wanting kids to cover their face. And, you know, I fear for what these kids are going to grow up with if there's a world to grow up in. I fear for what, you know, my kids are going to have to go through. But my kids will not wear a mask to cover their face. 
sad, so sad, no vaccine for me, Georgia boy, yeah, man, I'm right there with you, I'm, I'm right here with the Novax Club, so, rock on, but, you know, we, this is not America, and, oh, what I was saying with the, the mask thing is, he said, you know, you put this mask on, you cover up your image, and then it becomes almost like the 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 analogy he used was you're a faceless stormtrooper at that point your facial expressions don't matter anymore the kids in school can't smile at their their fellow students and you know enjoy seeing their facial facial expressions and interacting with them you know it sometimes it's hard to understand people you know as humans we're accustomed to watching people when they speak and not only listening but reading their lips and helping to you decipher what somebody is saying and now there's none of that for the last year and as far as I'm concerned there is nobody who's going to convince me after I've gone the whole last year and a half without wearing a mask and been fine not to mention the whole previous 34 years of my life gone without wearing a mask and been fine when I got the flu or some other sickness that I need one now to protect me I am of the belief that masks are not used to prevent you from getting sick and I've heard I've been I've been argued oh my goodness I've been argued this so many times well if masks um, don't work then then why do doctors and nurses wear them in the operating room and stuff and the most recent person that posed that to me, I said, you know what? That is a great question. Let me tell you, and I'm not even a medical professional. I can use my common sense and figure this out. Okay, so A, you wear underwear, right? You wear pants, right? And for the sake of being a professional, say you pass gas. It's a, it's a gas, okay? It's, it's in the air. People can smell that gas when you pass it. Your underwear or your jeans don't stop the gas. I've also heard the argument. Well, if you, if you, if you pee your pants and you're not wearing pants, then the pee can get on somebody. But if you, if you pee your pants and you're wearing pants, then the pee doesn't get on anybody. Very good point. Urine is a liquid. So, if those are true, I have a mask on my face. If somebody passes gas through their underwear and their and their pants, I can still smell it. And, oh, by the way, the particles from when somebody coughs and those particles go out into the air those are small enough to pass through the majority of masks that are being worn because really even doctors say the only mask that's going to do any good at all is a properly fitted N95 which most people do not have and I mean most people probably aren't going to walk around and wear because you know it doesn't look as good as these fancy little cloth ones that you can wear with the Georgia Bulldogs on them or your favorite sports team or your favorite little bedazzled design or whatever you know 
none of those are going to work. And back to what I was saying, the reason doctors and nurses wear them is so when bodily fluids go flying in the operating room, they don't get in their nasal cavities and their mouth. And vice versa, so they don't, you know, secrete saliva out of their mouth or snot out of their nose into the patient, you know, and mix bodily fluids. That's what those are for. Doctors and nurses were wearing face shields and masks way before the coronavirus in the operating room. Not because they were scared of getting sick from the patient or because they were scared of getting the patient sick. It's basically, essentially, cross-contamination, if you think about it. You know, you're not wanting to get this patient's blood in your mouth. And you're not wanting to get saliva or anything from you in this patient. And you wear the face shield, you know, in case you cut an artery or something and blood goes flying. It doesn't go in your eyes or something. You know, nobody wants that, obviously. But the past year and a half, we've been told to quit wearing masks or to, to wear masks and to, you know, don't go don't go see your friends. Don't go see your family. You can't go see your, your, your grandma and your grandpa and everybody else. You can't go see them. Got to stay home six feet apart don't know where the six feet came from apparently if you're six feet apart you're safe but if you're five feet 11 inches you know hey you're in trouble you know if you think about it none of the stuff makes sense and all it is is f-e-a-r fear false evidence appearing real and it is nothing more than satan himself the great deceiver trying to a divide people b he's trying to push people away from the truth he's trying to deceive people and if he can do that with fear he will do it that's probably his favorite thing to use is fear and that is what has been going on the entire last year and a half is nothing but fear mongering i have not seen i'd already not seen my only living grandparent a few for a few months before the pandemic started because you know life happens and we get busy so I'd already not seen her then and then the pandemic started and guess what I still haven't seen her not because she doesn't want to see me or my family my wife and kids not because I don't want to see her but because the government, big daddy government, there they go. Gotta love the government who you can trust so well with your freedom and liberty. Hence the sarcasm in my voice. And the media, who I also believe is funded by probably people in the government and many others, which I'm sure I'll get into in another podcast, has done nothing but spread lies and fear-mongering causing people to cower in their homes and be scared of a virus that 99 over 99% of the population will survive if they get it. So because my grandmother is terrified of this thing, I have not been able to go around her. You know, now bear in mind, she does have some health problems. She is 
um, what's the word? Immune compromised, I would say. But if I'm not sick, how can I get her sick? Hmm? Oh, that's right. What was that they told us last year? Well, you can have it and not know you have it. You can be asymptomatic. That was the big word going around. So basically, you're telling me I can be sick and not know I'm sick and never and never know I'm sick, but I can pass it to somebody else and they'll get it. Great. So because of that, if, if I go out and don't wear a mask, I don't want my fellow man. I'm telling you, like... The, the fear-mongering and the shaming that has gone on last year has been just pitiful. Horrendous. It's horrible. And now, here we are, and if people want to label me a conspiracy theorist, okay, whatever. I'm going to believe what I believe. I'm going to think what I think, regardless of what anybody thinks. And I'm not I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm going to say what I believe. I'm going to stand up for what I believe because America, okay? I mean, now we're at the point where places, you got New York is now requiring, what was it? Basically proof that you have your vaccine to go in pretty much any indoor place from what I remember seeing. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's more that will come out on that. And now, gradually, just like I was talking about with this medical facility where I live, you're going to have these places that are going to start coming out, trying to, you know, show their stuff and say, well, you got to get the vaccine or you can't work here. Well, I've got news for you. I don't care where I happen to be working. If they come and tell me, hey, you got to get this shot or you can't work here. Guess what I'm going to say? I'm not getting the shot. And if they say, well, you're going to need to uh, resign, I'm like, no, I, I'm not quitting. And that is what I would say to anybody who is as strong a conviction as I am that doesn't want to be forced to do something they don't agree with. Stand your ground. Stand for what you believe in. And wherever you're at, if they try to make you do it, make them fire you. Don't quit. Don't even get me started on all the people that have sat at home the last year collecting hush money from the government and caused the economy to be where it's at now. We have super high gas prices, which I'll say they're not as high as they've been before. But they're a lot higher than they were this time, I don't know, last year, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. Pretty much the whole last four years of the previous president, who, quite frankly, I still believe should still be the president. Because I believe the election was full of crap. And there's a whole lot of other people that believe it too. I'm not the only one. So, that, in a nutshell, is what I want to talk about tonight. Um, we're just really, for this country having been founded on Christian values and Christian principles, seeking freedom from an oppressive government 
who was trying to stop them from expressing their freedom of religion, you know, I have to imagine that the ones who fought and died to get this country to where it was at are just rolling and turning in their graves right now. Because we are in a sad state in America. You know, it used to be that people wanted to come to America. And if you look at the southern border, I guess that's still true. Which, there's another thing. If all this new variant that is so deadly... I've already Googled the best countries to live in. Need a backup plan. Lance, man... Well, let me know where you end up going, because... Me and a few others may want to end up joining you. But I'm telling you, like, you know, at this point, we're almost no better than China and Russia. You know, Mexico and South America, for some crazy reason, still want to get up here, probably so they can smuggle drugs and stuff. I don't know. But you got a huge crisis at the border. Illegal immigrants just rushing in in droves and none of them are being forced to get the vaccine none of them are being forced to be tested for this deadly virus oh which by the way if I haven't said before over 99% survival rate if it was that big a deal and they were that worried about the virus they would stop what's going on at the border from happening plain and simple it's just, it's a crapshoot.